Okay. Oh, I'm starting. <clears throat> no, I said I was starting. Oh, because I don't want to have to do that part. <laughs> <laughs> Come like, on, Lizzie G. Okay, you go first. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so terrible. I'm sorry. Hello and welcome to the Hey You Got This podcast. I am your co-host, Stacia. And I am your co-host, Lizzie. And we are your friends in all things wellness, weirdness. I got it right. I did the thing. We are the champions. Um, and today we are talking about gratitude, which I'm really excited to talk about. But before we get going, there is a reason, you guys a reason for the season that we are talking about gratitude today. And it's not just because it's almost November. Stacia, you want to tell them what's happening? We are super excited to announce that for the month of November, we're going to be launching our Fall into Gratitude, which is a 28-day self-guided gratitude celebration. And we would love to have you join the party and find ways to celebrate gratitude beyond just one day in November, because both Lizzie and I can attest to the benefits of gratitude. And we're going to discuss that in this episode dive a little deeper into it, but really having an attitude of gratitude can really transform your life regardless of your circumstances. Like it may seem like things are tough right now, 2020, anybody, (laughs) but if we muster up a little bit more gratitude, I think that we have the power to really shift into a better place and emotionally, mentally, physically, all these things. There's just so many benefits and we want you all to experience those benefits as well, which is why we're excited to have you along for the party. Yeah. And through this, you will get a few different So you're going to get two guided gratitude-centric yoga classes that you can do whenever, wherever you like. Stacia is going to guide you through a gratitude-themed meditation, again, that you'll have access to all the time for the rest of forever. Uh, Body love workout. You'll get a bunch of different journal prompts that you can use daily or weekly. You'll get a gratitude toolkit and you'll also get a huge list of resources that we have found really helpful for gratitude. This launches November 1st, but you can grab it right now. It's $37 and the link and everything that you need to know is in our bio and we'll put it in our Instagram bio and on our website too, so that it's super easy peasy for you to find. But we would love for you to join us, send to your friends. We just were really feeling like we needed, the world needed something a little more guided this holiday season for gratitude and what better way to celebrate the end of the year than by really leaning into all the good stuff in our lives. So we can't wait for you guys to join us. I can't wait. I just got goosebumps. I'm so excited to get to celebrate some more gratitude because I know that it has been something that I have fallen a bit out of practice with, if I'm being totally honest. And it's funny, as I was researching for the episode, I found often it seems that it's hard for people to stick to it. Mm -hmm. And so we're really hoping that with this, not only for you guys, but for us too, that we're going to have a little bit more of a focused, grounded place with which to practice gratitude a little bit more consistently and get to see the benefits. And really, I think in four weeks, you really do have the power to notice 
significant changes. And that that is a good amount of time, especially from like the studies and the research that's out there, that three to four weeks of consistent practice is enough to start beginning to shift things in your life. And hopefully you'll take this practice and go beyond just the four weeks. But I think it's a great, great place to start. Yeah. And just to like piggyback off of what you said, Stacia, because it was so awesome. Stacia and I have been putting so much time and thought and research into this so that it's sustainable, attainable. It's something that's super actionable in your life and with the intention that like you learn this practice in really bite-sized chunks, but then it sticks with you. So it's not like one of those overwhelming challenges where you're like hitting it so hard for four weeks and then you're like, I am so done with this. I never want to do this again. It's intended to be (laughs) self-guided, super easy for you to come back to whenever you want and just to create a greater sense of well-being in your life. So we're excited for you guys to have. Yeah, it's funny. As you said that, I was envisioning like a fire hose to the face, which I feel like it's so tempting for us to give so much in this gratitude celebration. But really, you are going to get a lot. But again, it's going to be really actionable bite-sized chunks so that you don't feel overwhelmed because we all know there's enough overwhelming things going on in the world today. So this is our chance to take a step back and... Enjoy some gratitude together. So true. So let's just hop right in, Stacia. What does gratitude mean to you? (sighs) (laughs) Hard-hitting questions right off the bat. For me, gratitude is an opportunity to kind of get out of my own head about being really focused on not only my own life, but also on what I lack and instead shift it towards celebrating what I do have, as well as a chance to appreciate not only what I have, but to appreciate other people. So one of the themes that I noticed throughout researching and studying about gratitude is that a big component of it is the ability to appreciate others. And I think that that is something that has helped me to get out of my own stinking thinking when I can think of all the <laughs> I love people. that stinking thinking. <laughs> For real though, I get I get stuck in those stinking thinking moments and so gratitude helps to pull me out of those as well as when I'm able to appreciate others, I do just notice that my life gets better and better the more I'm able to appreciate moments, appreciate people, appreciate all the good things I have in my life, even when things aren't necessarily going my way. And I remember when I went to uh, Tony Robbins' UPW in Chicago, oh, which Tony just Robbins. seems like yeah. a lifetime ago, and uh, he had said this thing, and it's I might be misquoting I know exactly this, what you're going to say. Well, if you want to know about misquoting, guys, go to our last episode on toxic positivity because we've got a lot of thoughts on it there. Where your mind goes, energy flows. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about gratitude, when I'm focusing on how to find ways to celebrate the good versus focusing on all my daily aggravations and annoyances and lack and the things I don't have, it's like, where's my energy going to go when I'm thinking about all my negative thoughts versus trying to remember that there are positives. And again, like our last episode, it's not about trying to like gratitude your way out of 
negative emotions or experiences by pretending like they don't exist, but it is an opportunity to just kind of shift because a lot of our thoughts are really negative. And I think gratitude helps to shift us out of the negative, which it's not good to ruminate in. And just remember that there's, there is a lot to be grateful for, but I'd love to hear about your definition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think now what you, I mean, Per usual, Stacia, you hit the nail on the head. I think something that I hadn't really thought about until I was researching for this episode and trying to come up with ways to articulate what gratitude is, is I kept coming across like some messaging that was like, gratitude and appreciation are really the same thing, but it's like taking time to appreciate the things that are around you, which I thought just for me, that made it a little bit more attainable because I think sometimes people hear gratitude and they're like, do I have to do like a woo-woo, like, thank you for this earth. Thank you for, you know, or like people think of Thanksgiving going around and being like put on the spot. Like, what's the one thing that you're thankful for this year? Pick one thing. And then you say something and everyone's like, but what about my mama And you're like, Um, And so I really liked the description of just the act of appreciation. And I think like we talked about in our episode last week on toxic positivity, it doesn't necessarily mean like not acknowledging hard or maybe bad things that are happening, but it's taking a moment to appreciate what you have in the now. So I was reflecting on this a lot last night. I think our culture is so like, do, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. Like you need to have more stuff, more stuff that we don't often pause and just appreciate what we have done or where we are or what we do have. It's like this lack mentality. Mm -hmm. And I think that appreciation slash gratitude takes you out of that and really gets you to focus in on like what you do have, where you are at, like all of the awesome things that you have done or that is in your life to just kind of ground you. Like I find sometimes I spiral like we all do, especially (laughs) in 2020. (laughs) And if I take a moment to be like, Lizzie, like look around you, like literally sometimes I'll be like, oh my God, I have this cozy blanket. I have a nice desk. I have a computer, you know, like really, really basic stuff just can ground me. And so that's, I guess what gratitude slash appreciation is for me, but it's, it's really hard because I don't think in our society that we are taught to practice that. I think it's always like, what is next? What am I going to achieve next? What am I going to purchase next? What's the next step up the ladder versus like taking time to pause and really like appreciate where you're at? Yeah. And I think that so often we have things that bring us joy, but we adapt to it really quickly. And so if we don't stay focused on it, Then, for example, if you buy something that brings you joy and then next thing you know, it's like in the corner gathering dust and it's no longer bringing you joy and you've kind of just adapted to like, oh, it was cool for that like day that I got it. So not even just for material items, but when you have a moment that like truly brings you joy and you're truly grateful for that it can be easy to either adapt or to experience it and then go back to kind of like your baseline and forget that like, wait, I had this really amazing thing that I can be grateful for. Totally. And so I think that it's important to consistently practice gratitude because it can, it sometimes we adapt quickly to our new normal, even if that new normal was once the things that we prayed for and wished for and hoped for, for ourselves. And so if we can remind ourselves, like, remember that this was once all I ever like asked for in this moment and be really grateful that you're where you're at, 
No, I totally get that. It's like that quote that I was always floating around like Instagram and Pinterest. It's like, remember there was once a time when like you dreamed of being where you are now, you know? And like, Stacia, I'm sure you're feeling that as you're like working on your van nonstop. And it's like, but you have a van, you have wanted to do this for so long, you know? But it's like, sometimes when you're in it, it's really hard to take a moment to appreciate. Yes. Which that's why the gratitude's important to be like, <laughs> this is all I asked for. So like quit bitching, but no, it's, a, I'm allowed to complain too. You are allowed to complain, <laughs> but it is awesome too, to be like, oh my gosh, I like, I, I admittedly, I have times sometimes where I'm like, why do I work for myself? This is so stressful. I just want to leave my house, which like no one's really leaving their house this year, at least not (laughs) where Stacia and I are at. But then I have this moment of I'm like, you were so miserable, you know, like this is what you wanted and it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but like, not like this is what you wanted. So you have to deal with it. But like, there was a time where like, you really, really were like working towards this goal and you're here and like past you would be really proud. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are really important things to focus on. And it's funny too. Speaking of the van, I am recording my first episode in the van coming to you live. (laughs) You should take a little selfie and post it. Uh, Yes. With the exposed insulation behind me. So we're getting places. We're getting there. We're getting there. I love it. Stacia, can you think of when you started practicing gratitude? Or has it just kind of always been floating around in your little station brain? I mean, I definitely <laughs> do not think it's been floating around my little station brain. <laughs> I didn't want to make any assumptions. <laughs> I appreciate that. I honestly don't have a distinct memory of, uh, well, actually, funny story. I guess I do. I guess gratitude kind of has been a strange cornerstone of my family, although... Mm, Tell me more. (laughs) I know. It's interesting. I just remembered this, that, like, as a family, every night we did... I can't believe I'm admitting this on air, but here we are. Don't stop. (laughs) We did this thing called Night Nights, where we took turns having our little memorized sing-song speech of all the people we love and say goodnight to. That's really adorable. (laughs) Like, I could literally recite it right now, and it, like, included, like, random nannies and, like, guinea pigs of our friends. Like, it was just so weird. And then we started Night Nights by giving our thumbs up for the day, which I like oh in God. hindsight, I'm like, oh, that was expressing gratitude. It's like a yay what? for the day. You've always been doing a yay for the day, Stacia. But it's always funny too, because on the flip side of that, I can't tell you how often as we're saying our thumbs up that someone's like, and this is my thumbs down. <laughs> and like, just had to throw it in there because like, we can't just focus on our thumbs up. But that probably was my first experience with gratitude. And it wasn't until I was an adult that I recognized that that's what we were doing. And I would say that over the past, I mean, I've always known that gratitude is important. And I would say that I wasn't very good at practicing it until I started like taking better care of myself and being more mindful and being more intentional in my life that I really understood and appreciated all that gratitude can do for me because uh, I definitely have spent, like you said, a majority of my life in that lack mentality that is so common and not understanding that there are tools out there to help get you out of that mentality and that gratitude is one of those but Mm. I'd love to hear your first experiences with it yeah you were making me like have a lot of epiphanies as we were going I mean my (laughs) family was this you know we would talk about like 
We didn't do a song, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I wish that we did. We would definitely like talk about things we appreciated. I do think that when my, I feel like I bring this up every episode, but like when my mom was sick and had passed away, I feel like we just sort of naturally started practicing gratitude then because when you go through a really hard time or something really terrible, you're like, the little things, you're like, wow, I really appreciate this. But then I definitely lost it for a while. And I remember I actually got really into, you know, when I very first got into yoga, my teacher, who was like this hardcore yogi. I just idolized her. She would always talk about gratitude and I didn't really get it yet. And I remember I was laying in bed one night and I had had a really bad day and I was just kind of, it was like the first year out of college and I was like, being an adult is terrible. Like, I want to go back to college. You know, like, I never want to do this ever again. Why do people do this? Um, It's a trap. And then I was like, okay, well, like you dreamed of living in Seattle and I was living in like a shitty apartment, you know, like you all, and I had a dog at that point and it was like, okay, well, you do have a lot of things now that you like, you know, envisioned having. And my teacher always talked about gratitude in the classes. And I remember just like sitting down in my bed or laying down in my bed, I should say, and just kind of like going through a little list. And I was like, okay, like uh, I'm doing pretty good. And then I remember the next day, just like, you know, I randomly had like this amazing day the next day and I was in like the best mood. And I was like, it's the gratitude. (laughs) And so so then I just was like, wow, that did like really improve my mental headspace. And I come back to it sometimes when I like can't think of anything to write in my journal, I'll just like go and write a gratitude list, everything I can think of. And like you, Stacia, I don't have like, I have a gratitude practice, but it hasn't been super strong and regular. I'll try to like, as I'm falling asleep, think of things. But every time I commit to it, I'm like, wow, this is life changing. And then inevitably, I just kind of Forget about it. Well, like lizard brain takes over and have all these things that put us into fight or flight. And so we like get pulled out of uh, our grounded centeredness, which it's it's tough, man. There's so many things that are trying to get our attention and that are distracting us and whatever else. And lots of things that like require our time and attention. And so if we're not super intentionable, (laughs) super intentionable. intentional about how we spend our time and Mm -hmm. the things we want to create for ourselves, it can definitely fall by the wayside. Totally. And I think we've talked about this before, but I think with like mindfulness, gratitude and all these things that like you don't necessarily see the results of them immediately, it's easy to be like, all right, I practiced gratitude for three days and now I am done. Like, I don't need to do that anymore. And it's like, no, you need to do it every day. Or even like when you start practicing and you're like, wow, this feels really good. And then you think that then to maintain that, that you get to stop because you're like, oh, I reached it. I'm here. And I think that often happens with like working out and like the problem with an eight week program is that like, you're like, wow, I feel amazing. I got so strong. And then the eight weeks end and you're like, cool, I did that one thing. And now I'm just going to like keep being super strong and amazing by not doing anything. And it's like, wait, no, it's the consistency, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I can, and I, we all do that, right? But it's also like, yeah. I, and I think so many people are like this in our society. I have so many thoughts about just like gratitude in our society, but it is like, if you're like, I'm going to sell a lifelong workout program, people are like, mm, no. But if you're like, it's four weeks, people are like, okay, yeah. And it's easy to just like break your life down into these bite-sized chunks, but then we're not super good at like being super sustainable. And I really just feel like it's because especially like millennials, we were taught to like, go, 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 go. What's the next step? You always have to be doing things. We weren't really taught to just like sit and appreciate 
you know, and just like enjoy the moment. I was with my dad the other day and he was like, yeah, we just like every night we sit and we listen to music and we just like my parents live on the water and they were like, we just like watch, you know, whatever's out in the water, like the boats and stuff. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, you're not doing anything? You know, I was like, that's so wild. And he was like, yeah, your generation is terrible at being bored. And like, he's like, not even boredom, but like just sitting and not having like a task to do. And so I've been thinking about that a lot. Stacia, you'd be proud of me. I was driving without any music or anything on. But I do think that makes it hard to practice gratitude because we were so raised with like, you have to be doing something. It has to be like next step, achieve, achieve, achieve. Everyone gets a participation trophy. like multitasking. Yeah, or like quadruple multitasking. And so (laughs) it's like, I think it is, we weren't really trained to just like appreciate the present moment. No, and I think... I mean, you're exactly right. And I remember when I went to the cabin in the woods and was four days (laughs) without like, (laughs) (laughs) I was without internet for four days. And what happened when you start to like experience the boredom that inevitably comes when you don't have all the distractions, but like it did allow me to sit and appreciate so much more when I slowed down. Like I sat on the deck and just watched the trees and the birds flying around and listened to all the sounds. And I would do that for like 30 minutes at a time with nowhere to be, nothing else that needed my attention. And it like felt so good. I just think it's so challenging because the way society is set up right now in order to support yourself, to make a living, to do all these things, It takes so much of your time and your energy. So like, even though I do think that if you practice gratitude within the busy hustle and bustle society that we live in, you're going to get so much more out of your ability to hustle and bustle. But uh, it's really about like creating that intentional space, which is why I'm really excited for our 28 day celebration of gratitude because uh, I kind of need to reset my intentionality and uh, around gratitude. And I'm really excited for that opportunity to get to do that. Yeah, me too. And no, I think you like said something that really got me thinking. Like I do feel like we are trained as a society to like, you start your day with your batteries fully charged. And then it's like, you have to totally drain your battery throughout the day versus like, when I like stop and meditate in the middle of the day or do something mindful or practice gratitude, I feel so much more energized, but it feels so mm-hmm. like, it feels like you're cheating or like doing something bad <laughs> by like pausing and taking care of yourself in the middle of the day. It's really wild. Mm, yeah. And you really do have to pause and take care of yourself throughout the day. And it's actually funny because you just made me think of something <gasps> that was a tool that my sponsor gave me. Well, actually, okay, that's a lie. It's a tool that she gave my co-sponsored person because she's the one that tends to like overfill her plate with things to do. Whereas I'm like the sloth who's the lays in bed and does nothing. I take rage naps, guys. Like it's cool. I love a rage nap. <laughs> I just love a nap for anything. But she talked about like you start out your day with a certain amount of energy bucks and you get to decide how you spend them. And so you just start to check in with what takes your energy from you. But also you can make energy deposits. So like uh, you may be spending all your energy, but you can do things throughout the day to replenish your energy. So like, okay, if I do 30 minutes of movement, like I feel more energized. So like I just like 
made a deposit into my energy bucks bank. And then, oh, I did this really stressful call for work. And so like that totally drained me, whatever else, but just like paying attention to what takes away from your energy and what gives you energy. And that's like something that is really cool about gratitude is that it does have the ability to kind of re-energize and revitalize you throughout the day, whether it be when you feel like you need gratitude most, like being able to, if you're practicing it consistently, like kind of turn to it in those moments of need, I think is really cool and powerful as well. Mm, I love that. Okay. So last on our last episode, which everyone should go listen to, we talked about toxic positivity and like the line between toxic positivity and gratitude. Let's talk about that again, Stacia. So where do you feel like, you know, last time we talked about it from the lens of toxic positivity, how do you feel like gratitude can turn into toxic positivity and what's the difference there? I know we already kind of talked about this, but just bringing it full circle. Let's bring it full circle. So I think with gratitude, it does seem almost like, oh, if I'm feeling bad, like I just have to remember that there are good things in life and then I shouldn't feel bad. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I think that that is more of a toxic positivity way to approach gratitude that like, oh, I should just be able to have enough gratitude that I don't ever feel bad for myself. Yeah. And I don't think gratitude is the like end all be all to human suffering that like, oh, if you can just tap into gratitude, you will never suffer again. You have depression because you don't practice gratitude. Yeah, definitely not. And so uh, with gratitude, it is just another tool to have in your toolbox for finding ways to really recenter and reground yourself in spite of the fact that you may be struggling or things may be really tough right now. And it's not that it fixes things or it's not that it means that you're never going to feel bad again, which is kind of the idea I feel like behind toxic positivity is that you'll just like only experience positive things. Right. But I do think that gratitude does allow you to shift your focus onto more positive things. And I think that that is a good thing. I don't think that there's such a thing as like focusing too much on the positive, as long as you're not ignoring that there might be some lows or there might be some less than ideal things, but I would love to know what you think about gratitude versus that toxic positivity. Yeah. I think toxic positivity, like you're saying, just makes it like, well, it's like that they're starving kids and blah, blah, blah. So like appreciate, you know, and don't complain because somebody has it way worse somewhere and that's not helpful. Like I think gratitude can even come into play in really, really shitty situations where you're like, I'm grateful that this happened because I learned X, Y, Z. Like I never would have learned it otherwise. Or I'm grateful that this happened because I now have this perspective. And it's not even necessarily like acceptance with gratitude, but it's just like acknowledging and appreciating what it has, like whatever the situation has done for you. And I think toxic positivity says like when you're in a bad place that you need to like just put a smile on and like fake it till you make it. And when you smile, it sends happy signals to your brain and blah, blah, blah. And toxic or and gratitude, excuse me, is more like, okay, you're having a hard time and that's okay. You don't have to get out of it, but what are some things that are good? Right. Mm -hmm. And so it gets that laser focus off of just like everything's terrible. And it doesn't mean that you're like not depressed or that things still aren't terrible in your life. If you're going through a really hard time, but you're still appreciating like the tiny things that are there. Like for me, whenever I'm having a really bad day, I'm like, well, I have dogs. Like Mm. how epic are dogs, you know, and they they love me no matter what, 
They want to just give me little snuggles all the time. And like that helps like kind of pull me out. It doesn't necessarily like completely take away a bad day, but it helps like pull me a little bit further out of it so that I may be a little bit happier or at least like in the moment I can be more upbeat. I have a question and this is not really related to gratitude, but you just... Is it about dogs? No, (laughs) I wish. I remember when I sat with a friend and I was like, you know, like... I'm so grateful for my last partner because I learned so much about myself and I was just like expressing all this gratitude for a really difficult relationship. And she was like, well, yeah, Stacia, but you do know you like didn't have to learn it that way. Like you didn't have to endure so much hurt Mm, in mm -hmm. order to get that lesson. And for me, I think it is kind of interesting. Like I sometimes feel like I overextend my gratitude for that relationship. I get that, yeah. In an attempt to justify it because it's like, oh, like why would I have chosen that for myself? Uh, And uh, I think that... It's interesting, and I don't know, I guess, I don't know if I have a question about it. But or comment, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just that that thought of like, oh, well, gratitude can allow you to have positive feelings for a bad experience, and I do think that that's important, but I also think it's important to remember that you also don't have to choose to suffer and then later be grateful for it. Yes, Because like for me, I was choosing my suffering. Like I take full responsibility for the relationship I chose to be in. While I am grateful that I learned a lot about myself in these lessons, I also would have been grateful to have not had to (laughs) hurt so badly in the process. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. And I think it's totally acceptable to be like, I wish this had never happened. Like, I'm not saying that I'm glad it happened, but here's what I was able to glean from, you know, like my car accident. I always am like, I wish that that had never happened. That was very traumatizing. It was very painful. It was very expensive. But like, because it happened, I was able to like get this perspective on some things and experience Mm -hmm. some things that I would never have experienced otherwise. And I can appreciate that about the situation, but I still like obviously wish that I hadn't gone through it. (laughs) But I think it's a fine line. And I also think it's a difference between something that happens to you that's completely out of your control versus something that you've chosen for yourself. So like getting into an accident, obviously, is like a random act of like, oh my God, versus for two and a half years going back and forth in a relationship that did not serve That's you, which was like, point, yeah. <laughs> which again, I do think that the gratitude does help. Like if I were to look back on that relationship and be like, that was awful. Like, yeah, or like I just wasted two and a half years of my life for nothing, you know, like, yeah. And I even still have gratitude for the relationship beyond what I learned because there were a lot of really fun, good times times in spite of it all. I have a lot of really fond memories with my last partner and like we did a lot and we had a lot of adventures and a lot of laughs and like there were good aspects of it. So I think it's just perhaps the lesson is that like gratitude helps you just reframe so that you can not ruminate on all the horrible and all the lack and all the negative and instead like again focus on the fact that there are good things that can come from difficult experiences and uh, being aware of that so I don't know. Right or like the lesson or the meaning it's not necessarily like 
I think gratitude we often associate with like positive, but it doesn't have to be. It can be like, I understand the message and the meaning of this. That doesn't mean that I'm like super glad that it happened. You know, it's like you hear these people who had something really tragic happen to them and then they become like a champion for that cause. And obviously they wish that like the tragic thing hadn't happened, but they're able to be like, because of that, I now do X, Y, Z. I think it's a complicated issue that I don't fully as we're like getting into it I'm like I don't like fully have the language to be able to articulate this super well from like a psychological standpoint which is fine it's not a bad thing but yeah I just I think that it's complicated and I think that a lot of the messaging especially that we get on social media and the wellness space is like have gratitude have gratitude have gratitude and especially this year it's like well everything sucks (laughs) like I don't know it's hard to find gratitude sometimes and that's okay too it is okay too i think that that is also part of the thing that inspired us to come up with the the november gratitude celebration Mm -hmm. is that like if we are struggling with that we definitely aren't alone in that and that having a little boost in that to remind us how to count our blessings instead of focusing on our burdens which is difficult at times but it is is possible to remember all that we have to be grateful for (laughs) truly well and this leads me into we do we have a little gratitude moment at the end of every podcast which is our yay for the day which I love that we call it the yay for the day because to me it doesn't initially like shout gratitude but it's like we're thinking of a yay but it is an awesome way to practice gratitude so Stacia I would love to know what your yay for the day is Oh, yay. Uh, I do love that that is part of our podcast. I think it means a lot to me to get to have that, albeit weekly reminder every time we chat to think and reflect on like, what is it that I'm excited about for today? (laughs) It makes me, it like really makes you kind of like, at least for me, it makes me comb through like the last couple days and think of like something that I really enjoyed, which again is not a practice that like I often don't do that. Like I'll, I'll look at the end of the week and I'll be like, oh, this week sucked when it's like, well, there were like a bunch of really happy things that happened, but I'm just not giving them attention. So anyway. Exactly. And it's important to give those things our attention because for me, if I look back on my last week, I'm like, oh my God, like this van build, like, oh, it's been so much work. But then I completely forgot that yes, Yesterday, I had a completely van-free day where I went into Tacoma, like right along the waterfront there from the Point Defiance Ferry. And with my whole family, we rented those little Surrey bikes and biked around, got ice cream, and it was supposed to rain, but it the it weather didn't. held off, and it was a beautiful, beautiful day. I think I even got a little bit sunburned. Like, <gasps> what? That's crazy. <laughs> and it was just really nice, especially now as I'm, like, getting ready to leave. I have to remind myself, especially in moments where I'm with, like, my family and loved ones and people here that... I'm going to be leaving soon. And so I really just have so much joy in my heart for all the moments that I get to have with my family while I'm here. And that really has been like the biggest blessing of kind of unexpectedly returning home during the pandemic. And so I'm just really grateful for beautiful moments shared with the people that I love. (laughs) I would love to hear your yay for the day. My yay for the day is, this is just like, again, one of the, it was just like, it was a cool moment of not like being distracted, but I was at my parents' house yesterday, actually right across the water from where you were in Tacoma. (laughs) And we were sitting and we were looking out the window and all of a sudden all these seals popped up like right on the beach. It was like a little gang of seals. 
and they were so cute, but they were just like hanging out there for a really long time. And I was like, this is like, you know, we grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I was like, this is not normal steel behavior. Like, what are they doing? And then we were looking out and there was a huge pond of orcas. And it was so cool. And I was just like sitting in my like childhood home on the couch watching all these orcas go by and then my whole family was just like we started like narrating like we were the seals like hey guys I think we should just like hang out here for a while you know (laughs) it's just like a really dorky like silly family moment and it was so funny to see all these seals being like the whales are coming (laughs) just kind of like you know skedaddle out of the way and then these whales were so funny because like my parents live really close to the ferry dock And we knew something was up because the ferry went like in a really weird route. And then the whales just for like hours were playing in front of the ferry dock. So this poor ferry driver was just like fucked. But (laughs) we got to watch the whales just like play. The seals just were hanging out forever. And it was just really enjoyable. And I was like, wow, if I had not just been like sitting here looking outside, I never would have seen this. And it was like a highlight of like a couple days. So that's my yay. And the seals are just so cute. They're little like dogs of the sea. Uh, Exactly. Which is so (laughs) funny that you bring that up because I was on said ferry yesterday and Ah. my sister-in-law texted me and was like, did you guys see the orca whales? And we were like, "Um, towards the end of the ride, we saw one seal and we got really excited about it. (laughs) So we didn't notice the whales, but we did see one lone seal, whether he was escaping or whatever else. (laughs) (laughs) And we thought it was pretty cool that we saw a seal, but apparently we missed out on like quite the show. <laughs> yes, you did. It was very exciting. Um, also, if those, if any of you are listening and you're not from the Pacific Northwest, which I know there's quite a few of you, orca whales eat seals, which is why they all <laughs> swam up onto the beach and were like, ah, like so this. it was just like nature. It was so cool. We saw a couple like deer too, which is like not exciting for Vashon. You see them all the time, but you know, in the city, I never see deer. So I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah. It's one of the joys of living on Vashon. Not only the other day did I see one just exploded all over the road but they love to hang out at my mom's house and poop all over the yard and that is now one of Junebug's favorite snacks so I have to watch her like a hawk when I take her out to go to the bathroom because she'll find deer poop and gobble it up and I'm like you are disgusting. My dogs do that too and then they're like do you want me to give you a kiss inside of your mouth? It's the most disgusting thing ever. Yeah, Pacific Northwest life guys <laughs> don't come here it's disgusting I'm just kidding you can come visit us anytime well you guys thank you so much for being here we cannot wait to do the fall into gratitude experience with you in November or whenever we're gonna you know launch this in November but then it'll be available once it wraps up just all the time so you can you know, do this whenever your heart desires. I'm so excited for that. And I hope that you all learned a little bit more about gratitude, got a little more pumped up, excited to Mm, maybe mm. start consistently practicing yourself, join the celebration in November with us so that we are celebrating all that we have to be thankful for on more than just one day that month, I think is going to be awesome. Yes. I love it. I'm so excited. I hope that this inspires you not just in November, but ongoing. And we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for rating, reviewing, and 
subscribing. Please continue sharing us with your friends and on your Instagram. It means so much to us and it's truly like how we're able to continue doing this. So we appreciate you guys so much. You truly, truly have no idea how much it means to us. And we have a lot more exciting announcements. So stay tuned and don't forget that this month we are reading Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. So if you're joining us for that book club read, we are well into October now. So excited to discuss that. Mm, mm, Me too. And don't forget, hey, you got this.